Welcome to another episode of another motherfucking podcast. I am your host, Saved by Paris. You can find me on all social media platforms and streaming services at Saved by Paris. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, then be sure to rate the show five stars. This, of course, will help the show to move up in the algorithm and reach more audiences. My guest today is an independent artist who has accumulated over 20 million streams across DSPSs. He is also the CEO of Do It Yourself Music Group, the first self-reliant record label in history. Please allow me to introduce the homie Drippo. How you been, man? Man, appreciate the intro, my boy. First of all, I'm doing good. How you doing? Doing good. You know I got you, man. Uh, is there any any um, any social medias people can find you on? All my social media at Daddy Drippo. So you know, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Daddy Long Drip. Other than that, everything Daddy Drippo. And we should probably get into the basics. So let's just talk about your upbringing. Where are you from and what was it like growing up there? I'm from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And you know, like coming up here, I don't know, bro, slowly ain't a lot of opportunity. You know, we really got to make our own opportunity here. So that's about it really. Like that's just where I'm from, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'll be rapping that shit. I moved back from LA to come back here and uh, you know, build my city up. You was uh, living in LA for some time? Yeah. Um, what What's the music scene? Obviously the music scene in LA is really nice. What's the music scene out in uh, Six Falls, uh, South Dakota, or Dakota? Sioux Falls. Yeah, Motherfucking. yeah. You know, it's growing for sure, for sure. Like, there's a couple people out here doing their thing. My artist, Ryan Cam, for sure, he's one of them, you know? And then, yeah, we got me. But I feel like, yeah, it's not, nobody really takes it serious, serious. I feel like it's a select few. But even then, like, the scene here is definitely nothing major. Like, the closest thing we got to a major, like, scene would be Chicago. So, mostly people are gonna support them Chicago rappers before they even support us. Cause, like, that's where the scene, that's where the culture is. You feel me? Like, where we from, country, pop, rock, that's gonna be top genre before hip hop, damn near. For our demographic, obviously it's gonna be different, but like the state, the city as a collective, like definitely hip hop, rap, like it ain't the first genre on people's list, you know? I can kind of relate to that. Uh, being from Arkansas, the music scene's very small here too. Um, mm-hmm. The closest thing uh, that for us would be Memphis, so like how Chicago is for you. Um, yeah. Well, how, how old are you? I'm 22. 22, okay. How long you been at your craft? Man, I've been doing honestly since I was eight. I've been taking it serious like once I graduated or I graduated high school, but I've been doing this shit since like I was eight for real. Going back to uh, uh, like your environment growing up, did it have like an effect on you with your music? You know, like most artists, they uh, use hip hop as like a way to escape or to uh, find success for like themselves and their loved ones. Was that kind of like it for you or? Yeah, no doubt. Not even just coming up, but even still now, like, I definitely feel like my music is like an outlet for me. And I use it as a platform to, you know, help the people around me and then also help the people that listen to my music. Because that's crucial. You know, I got a voice. I got a vision. So I just stick to it. Who are uh, some of the artists you listened to growing up that may have inspired your cadence and delivery? Maybe Wayne. Lil Wayne, Wayne's a, like, yeah, Wayne's a big one for sure, man. Yeah, like he literally inspired me to start rapping, so I definitely gotta say Wayne. And I guess you could say Drake too on some crazy shit. 
I stopped listening to Drake because I used to always get like boxed in with him. Like when people would hear my music, they'd be call me Davy Drake and shit. So after that, I kind of like stopped actually listening to Drake. Like don't get me wrong, I definitely respect everything he does. You know, now back then, but like yeah, definitely. I felt like yeah, I like personally. I only listen to my own music like now because like just back then, yeah, no doubt, bro. Like I just felt like. That influence is like, yeah, I'm not trying to be like boxed in with no other artists because that's how it always is as an independent artist. It's like a person's first instinct is to be like, oh, you sound like Roddy Rich. Oh, you sound like a boogie type shit. Instead of it's just like, nah, bro, it's like, I'm just me. Like, we might have like the same, you know, little lane and shit, but then they I'm still me. So that's why I really stay away from trying to like really be like, I don't know, becoming fans of, like, other artists, to be honest. Like, obviously, I'm still fans of artists and shit, but, like I said, like, I really, I'll be listening to my own shit, for real, for real. Um, what what about artists, like, like now? Like, you grew up on, uh, you know, like, Wayne and Drake being a huge influence. I saw, like, on your Instagram, you you a big Nipsey fan? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a fan, for real. What about, uh, what about some other artists? Because, like, when I was listening Dog. to... Dolph. I was gonna say when yeah, I was listening Dolph. to uh your single Blue Over You, I like immediately drew uh comparisons to Lil Uzi Vert. I don't know if anyone's told you that before or not. Nah, but that's kind of who I would compare my shit to. Tell me about your name and how did you become uh known to be known as Drippo? Man, Drippo came apart. One of my old managers just called me Drippo randomly. He just like posted a picture on Instagram. He's like in the studio with Drip, or like, I don't even know where this, I never asked him, I don't know where the fuck he got this shit from. Nothing, but like, I was already doing shit, like, still sipping water, like, that's my ad lib, and I was just doing shit like that. So just when he, like, said that, it just kind of stuck with me. I just ran with that shit, you feel me? It's a dope name, for sure. Um, Appreciate that. What, so this, was Drippo, like, your first name, or did you, like, rebrand? Because I know, like, on Instagram, you were going uh, about, was it KDC? Yeah, yeah. So I rebranded like like two chains did with Titty Boy. You feel me? Yeah, I feel that. What made you want to rebrand? It was just that time, you know. How I grew it. Like Drippo was who I really was to begin with. Like my favorite color blue. I'm all about the waves. Just the name fit my image and who I am as a person more than really KDC. That's more of my initials. You feel me? That's just me as a person. Feel that. Um, the way a rapper looks from the clothing to the jewelry, and you know, you came up in here dripped out too. It uh, plays a big part in the music industry as it is often based on success. So would you say your image is something that you take into account? Yeah, definitely. Like the brand is everything, you feel me? That's why I think a lot of independent artists don't understand. Like, just like look at 6ix9ine for instance. I don't even wanna bring him up, but he's just honestly the best like example. People love, people love him as a person. It's like, you didn't even fuck with his music, but you fucked with him. So just even that, you still a fan of him. You still engaging with his content, yada, yada, you feel me? So shit bigger than music, especially nowadays, you feel me? Like qualities and your actual talent is probably 20% of the game. Damn, that's facts. Uh, talking about like six nine, like other artists too, like the crazy color hair, uh, the face tats, all that, all that stuff. People love that shit. The jewelry, it makes you look successful. It it, it says a lot about your brand. Um, and speaking of face tattoos, would you ever consider a face tattoo? Yeah, bro, no doubt. But that's just the thing. I feel like niggas done ruined that shit for people now. Like 
as an independent artist, it's just like, oh, he got the face tag. Like, I'm gonna be boxed in immediately. Like, that's definitely something I would do because, like, I ain't never worked no job in my life, so it's not like I'm worried about that. Like, but to me, it'd be like, yeah, if I started getting all the tattoos on my face now, people would just be like, yeah, bro, he just doing what everyone else is doing because, like, yeah. that shit dead now. I don't feel like that Brandon tour or whatever that little Brandon trick niggas was doing, that shit played out. Like, you can't just go get the face tats and all yeah. that and nah, bro. It's, that shit, that's over now, 2016. But Brandon's still important. But that whole little Brandon gimmick that niggas was doing, like like you said, the whole face tats, the jewelry, the hair, all that shit, that's, that's over, you feel me? Yeah, I would say it's almost like uh, we're looking for like the next thing as artists to, to just be in ourselves, really, not just trying to fit in with exactly. the crowd. Literally, that's awesome about it. Uh, you got noticed early on in your career and did some songwriting for some record labels. Uh, you want to tell yeah. us more about that? How you came about and who are some of the labels that you may have worked with so far? Well, man, it really just came about me dropping my own music, you know? So when I was like 16, I had an a Atlanta hit me up. And I kind of just started it. That's the first time I got my feet wet in the songwriting shit. Just fast forward like a couple years later, you know, I just... Got blessed to be, you know, meet some some people who was doing some things in the industry, and I just got connected. And from there, shit just grew, you know. Like I wanted to work with every label you could name, the top three for sure, you know, and every label they own. Are you able to tell us about uh, some of the artists that you either worked with or maybe wrote for? Like, honestly, bro, I cut demos for like a lot of artists, pretty much any artist you can name. But, yeah. I feel like the only one I could like really say and just like for show is Lil Mosey and Carla Rae. But other than I that, like that I too. said, any artist that like you name, like I've done, I've done a demo for them, a reference, like for show, Drake, like anybody, that's what I'm saying. Any level, like a new artist for them and then they biggest artists, like I'm getting a crack at that shit for show. Uh, most artists, if given the chance, you know, they would sign a deal. Uh, what made you decide to turn down a record uh, a record deal and stay independent? Ownership, bro. Like, if they trying to offer me 300000 then at that point in my career, too, it's like, so what am I going to be? You know, how much are we really going to make? Because this shit a business. Like, y'all obviously seeing something and y'all going to capitalize on it. Like, they ain't taking as many risks as people really think. Like, they are, but, like, the numbers is already there. You feel me? They can get some projections put together. So, to me, it's just really about ownership. Like, y'all trying to give me 300K, but I ain't going to own anything of my 360 deal. So, it's a wrap. Like, everything gone, and I'm locked in for, what, three to seven years? Like, I'm for cool, man, honestly. Pretty much, once you break that down, like, people just seeing the 300,000, but it's exactly... If this deals three albums seven years, like bro, you gotta divide three hundred thousand by seven. And that's really how much you're making per year. Like, is you able to live on your lifestyle with that? And like I said, it really yeah. just comes down to like if y'all think I'm worth three hundred, like I already know I'm worth a million. I don't think people realize uh just how much money is in the industry. Um, so I'll take for example, like a signed artist like six nine whose album did 55K um, when he got out of jail. I mean, 55K is a lot for an independent artist, but once you're signed to a label, that's really not a lot. Like how much of that are you seeing compared to what your uh, what your record label is seeing compared to like, let's say Russ, who is independent. Let's say he did 55K, that would really translate to like 500K for him in terms of sales and such. 
And speaking yeah, of record labels, song. speaking of record labels, tell us more about uh, Do It Yourself Music Group. I really fucks with uh, with the uh, with the mindset behind the, the the label. So just tell us a little bit about that. Man, Do It Yourself Music Group is really like we changing the whole structure of how this music industry is. Like I said, most most deals is you giving up your rights as an artist, you giving up your masters, etc. These deals that these the old traditional deals set up to keep you enslaved. It's just like that. It's programmed to keep you as a slave, and it's just you working, you doing all the work, and they just pushing the buttons. So with Do It Yourself Music Group, it's I got an artist Ryan Cam, for instance. He's getting 80, 90 percent of his royalties. He keeps all his publishing. He keeps his masters. You know that's why it's a self-reliant label. We're giving you all the resources that we have, that everyone in the in the whole team has, and we working together as one. And you doing it yourself. You actually learning as you going, instead of just being unknowledgeable and leaving shit to some person you don't even know. So it's really just we building an empire. You know, like I said, we just breaking that whole model. We definitely trying to revolutionize the music industry and just change shit how it's supposed to be done. Independent artists, they they do it all, bro. They from the the marketing to the recording to the mixing and mastering to setting up, you know, video shoots and and, and videography, all that stuff. So there's exactly. a lot that an independent artist has to do. And um, which your label so we do have it yourself? With all that. Exactly. Oh, what would an artist? Like if they were interested in maybe joining a do-it-yourself music group or just being affiliated with it, what what would you consider in an artist to to take them in? Man, really, talent. I ain't gonna lie, talent. And then next to talent, uh, you know, just a work ethic. Really, a work ethic. I'm gonna take a good work ethic. Somebody that really wants that shit over somebody who's talented and lazy any day. But, you know, I definitely got to be able to see that the person's a star. You feel me? Like like I said, this ain't just about we trying to sign every fucking artist that we can just to be keeping people enslaved. And, and you know, so we racking our money up. It's not even about that. It's about actually building artists up. Like, we bringing back real development to the game. Like, that's not happening anymore. People aren't developing artists. They're not teaching them how this shit goes. They're not teaching them, you know, the business side of the music industry. Like, that's what we doing. As an independent artist, this means you're, like I said, you're doing everything yourself uh, from getting your vocals mixed to recording tracks, master, planning releases, music videos, photo shoots, marketing, all that, you name it. Um, what motivates you to stay on top of everything, especially during COVID, bro? Yeah, I just want it, bro. Honestly. Like, I feel like that's all it comes down to. Like, I feel like COVID was a time for people to, like, shit. If you ain't making music during COVID, when you in the house, you know, like, like you really don't want it. To be honest, like, this whole year was a time for people to reflect and, you know, focus on themselves and be more aware about themselves and really where they headed. It was a year of individualism more than anything. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, sorry. Uh, as someone who has seen the ins and outs of the industry, what's some advice you can give to aspiring artists? Man, remember this shit of business and get your bag. <laughs> get your bag. I like it, man. Um, 
what goes into the creation process when you're creating songs? Uh, like I said, listening to your single Blue Over You, I immediately drew comparisons to Lil Uzi Vert. The cadence mm -hmm. is similar, the melodies uh, catchy, all that stuff. So what goes into the creation process for you? Man, to be honest, I just hop in the booth and just flow, bro. Like, I ain't gonna lie, that shit is a ton of me. Like, I don't write or nothing, so I just hop in and just punch in. Sometimes I freestyle the whole thing, but most of the time, I be getting more into punching in so I can actually, like, feel like, just make a better song. Like, I can't write. I can't write, but I don't like to write. To me, I can't get the same feeling yeah. as if I actually just do what I do, just go into a booth and just ride the beat like a wave, you know? That's what, you know, artists like Lil Wayne, who had a huge impact on you, that's what they do, man. They punch in. Juice World punches in, bro. Um, have you had any live performances in your career so far? Yeah, for sure. What was it like for your first uh, live performance? I'm trying to think of my first show, man. <laughs> I got a good image, but I'm trying to remember how it was. Are you I like feel nervous? Like, yeah, that's how I was. I was definitely nervous for sure, like. Cause this is how you got pictured too. I'm I'm 14 years old and I'm performing Damn. at a bar. Like everyone That's else young, that, I'm, bro. that I'm rapping with is like 25, 28 years old. Like I'm not even supposed to be in the bar. This is supposed to be a 21 plus up event. They tell me at 11 o'clock, like yeah, bro, you gotta get out. They like, do your set and you gotta bounce. So the first show it was definitely you know like nerve wracking. But once I actually got up there and rock that shit and people was like dapping me up and just doing crazy shit when i got off the stage like that's when i actually realized like i'm where i'm supposed to be you know like just because i'm young and that don't even mean shit like i know what i'm doing and i actually believe in myself too but for the first time to actually go out and perform the shit and for people to actually give you that feedback and for people you know to see how people are interacting with your with your music and engaging with it you know that's, that's definitely powerful that definitely keeps you going so you was 14 when you did your first performance? Yeah, 13, 14. How, how old were you when you first got in the booth? Eight. <laughs> Damn, okay, that's young, bro. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've been doing this, like, so, that's what I'm telling you, it's about that vision, like, that's why, to me, this shit ain't no game, like, People already know, like, bro, I've been doing this shit. So, I, you know how many people I've done seen quit? You feel me? Fall off, yeah. et cetera. Like, I already know I'm going to make it. I already know I'm going to do what I'm going to do because I ain't never quit. And I never will till I get to where I'm trying to get. And even then, we just got new vision. We got new goals that we set, you know? Too many people just fall because of temporary failures and it's not even that but it's just lessons you just gotta come at it with a different plan you gotta keep going bro uh you take a take a break any break man that'll, that'll really set you behind years bro that's how i feel if, if you don't keep going with that momentum you know it's like starting over every time it really is though have you opened for any big artists yet or uh I feel like I a guess. couple, but no one like super big now because I like I'm done performing as much as I did when I was younger. Like I literally quit performing because I was performing so much when I was younger. Like because I only did it locally in my city. So to me, I was like, I've been there ain't no more pe more people like in the city that can see me perform live. Honestly, so I stopped doing shows and I just recently did another show in Cali when I lived out there. But as far as like a major artist, yeah, I don't even know. Maybe like. 
some odd future fools. Like that's what I'm saying. Like nobody's yeah. even crazy yet. Uh, I know you say you kind of took a break from uh live performances since you were doing them so much uh, growing up when you were young. When you do get back into uh, performing live, where are some places you hope to hit up? I know you want to go overseas. Uh, y'all used to be my mind, boy. I'm about to say London. London definitely already showing love and already like got a little, you know, fan base growing over there. So I know that shit coming. London finna be hard. Um, I'll definitely probably say like Texas. Oh, and, and Canada, Toronto. Yeah. Toronto, Bro. they they going crazy over there right now. Niggas don't know. Like, they got a crazy ass music scene. People don't realize, like, as an artist, bro, you tend to blow up in other places before your hometown. A lot of people in your hometown just be hating. I'm not saying necessarily people in your hometown was hating, but it seems like you get more love overseas or in other states than uh, in your home state. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I think that's how it is. I think people should definitely, you know, try to grow in their own city, but... Yeah, like, you know, we, we trying to be worldwide. I ain't trying to be no local rapper for sure. Uh, who are some artists or producers that you would like to collab or work with in the future? Uh, what? Wayne, Uzi. I would say Uzi and Uzi go crazy and shit. Um, that's about it, bro. I guess Drake, you know. It's like exactly the only nigga I'd want a verse from that I, like I ain't interested in clapping, honestly. Like if it happens, it happens. Let's let's just have it naturally happen. But I'm I think about me is just like I'm just focused on making my own shit, honestly, bro. Like trying to make my own sound, you know. So I'll be just like I said, I don't even listen to these other niggas, so it's like, I don't even know what's going on to be honest. What uh what would you say to an artist who wants to reach out and collab with you? You gotta come with that money. <laughs> Glad you said it. Say less. I already got to say it, man. I, ain't, I wasn't trying to sound rude, but my boy already yeah. know the vibes. Hey, yeah, man, I'm, I'm in this game, too. Bro. I know how it is, bro. But, yeah, it's just like I'm down to work with people, you know, always. But it's like I said, but I do this full time. Like, this is really what I do. Like, I don't do nothing else. I don't trap. I don't work no job. Like, this is what I do. Like, so... This if one you don't feel like yeah, respect me like enough to just do that, then it's, it is what it is, honestly. Right, it's one of these industries where everybody's usually out for themselves, which ain't no wrong with that, you know. But can't can't do the feature for free, homie. <laughs> yeah, that's about really fucking with you. I, yeah, like that's what it is. Like you said, most of the time, anyways, it's like everybody in it for themselves. Like you honestly just trying to get the feature for me because you trying to get like um, my way when I'm working on like. Niggas, like, I, of course, I ain't gonna charge someone I'm actually fucking with, like, but if, yeah, if you want a verse with me, for sure, for sure, come with a budget. You trying to collab, like, if I ain't reaching out to you, like, yeah, man, you don't have to come with a, a budget, because I ain't worried about doing all that. Man, you've been in the game a long time, uh, since you was eight, performing since you was 13, 14. Uh, with the information you know now, is there anything you would have done differently versus when you first started? Good ass question. Like, yeah, definitely, but I'm just trying to think of, you know what? There's a lot of things I would do different. I'm trying to think it would probably be like the most important thing. I honestly think it would probably be just like building a team though. 
building a team and, and then actually learning the business side of the music industry because it took me like 10 plus years to actually understand even what the fuck a royalty was damn near like I had no clue yeah. about anything in the music industry so there was a point in my career where I literally like didn't drop music for like two years and I still obviously had music out that I was like going up but I literally didn't drop no new shit but I was just studying the game like and once I actually did learn the music business like that's when I feel like I did get into the industry more I, I was able to build more relationships and like yeah just learn how the actual game works like it's it's not just all music you feel me like this is a business like i said so you got it it's the music business you got the music for sure but you understand the business side of things you know you making sure you get in all your back ends all your front ends properly making sure people around you is getting made payments properly you know you got a, a single dropping this friday which at the time of recording this is december 30th or right yeah december 30th right you got a single yeah. dropping uh, January 1st. Tell us about that. Yeah, the single dropping Friday in my bag, you know, it's just about a lot of people probably take it as like I'm in my bag as in like some money. But now it's just about, you know, I'm in my bag, like I'm in the flow, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm on that wave, really, you know, just going crazy. Like I'm in my bag, nothing can stop me right now. I don't like drip boats. What you got planned for 2021? Man, just more content for sure, you know? Just more content, more moves, you know, growing growing the label, growing my artists and just building a team, you know, laying bricks every single day. So one day we look up and we got a whole motherfucking castle in front of us. You working on uh, any albums, any team albums, anything like that? Singles for show, singles for show. But my artists, Wine Cam is dropping his EP, Golden Child. Look out for that real early 2021. And what are you looking to accomplish in hip hop? For some artists, it could be recognition, awards, respect. For others, it could be riches. What is Drippo looking to accomplish before it's all said and done? Man, all that. Everything, <laughs> this is how I can just put it simple. Everything Drake doing, I want to be as big as Drake, bigger than Drake independently i'm gonna show everybody you don't need no label to do that that's literally well, my staying mission. independent oh. man if i wanted to sign a deal i would have been to that you right you right what is what if someone come out of you with a fat ass check man like i'm talking millions this is what people gotta understand though like at that point when they come in with a, a million dollar check you already got something going on like niggas just think they finna have Oh, I got 10,000 streams on SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm about to get that million dollar check. No, bro. Yo ass better. You already got to be doing millions of streams, millions of streams, Instagram, all that shit got to be busting. Like, they ain't coming and busting that bag down with you until you already got your own bag going on. It's it's business. You know, like, why would I want to go into partnership with a failing business? That's going to look bad on my part. And we just destined to just lose all that money. So, the best yeah, it don't matter. It don't even matter how big the bag is. Like, like y'all yeah. said, should I sign a 22 or fuck a 22, man? Fuck a 22. Like, it don't matter about that. We finna make that anyways and more. And exactly, still own our shit. Still be able to be making that motherfucking mailbox money every month. Our children finna be making our money when we gone. You feel me? Like, that's what it's about. Like, you can't put a price on that. 
The best thing I could tell artists, bro, stay independent. Artists like Chance stayed independent this whole time, and he could have signed, but stay independent, bro. Uh, it's 2020. Do it yourself. <laughs> Do it yourself music group. Just like y'all, man. God, literally, that's what I'm saying. We we definitely pioneering. Like, you know, there's a lot of artists on labels, but there ain't any label that got the type of structure and system that we got going on. I mean, from the outside looking in, you can see that shit with like artists like Look at what Wayne went through with Birdman, bro. Like, that's his that's his dad, man. That's his, that's someone he's looked up to since he was a kid, and he was battling for his masters and able to drop. Exactly. You know, he ain't even know. He just trusted him. You feel me? I think artists like uh, Nipsey, they was really trying to spit this game to uh, to young cats. Do you want to? With you being a, a a fan of Nipsey and looking up to Nipsey, do you want to keep that going? Kind of like, I know that's his legacy, but you, yeah, you feel man, what I'm saying? Show, the marathon continue, you feel me? Like, that's what Nip was doing it for. And I honestly feel like that's why Nip went at the time he did, because his impact was honestly bigger that way. Like, everyone was aware of what was going on. Everyone's aware of his message and, you know, what he was preaching. Like, it's just way bigger than the music now. Like, it was always going to be about the music. You know, his legacy, you you know how it is. Like, it's just niggas be giving people their roses when it's too late. Yeah, unfortunately. It's just like like one of those things. Like, he got his roses in the time that he deserved. You know, not even. He should have got it years before, obviously. But, you know, he got it at that time and at this time that we living in that just created this whole revolution that you know like you don't need the label he was already showing everybody that but he wasn't on that that platform he didn't have that platform like that until he actually passed away for his message to go out to the masses you feel me man uh with art you know artists they, they've been in, in hip-hop bro they've been dying like every just just crazy man um how would you like your legacy to be left if you know tomorrow ain't promised let's say tomorrow you know, something happens, how would you like your legacy to be left? Man, I just, you know, like, they call me Young Visionary, so I I just hope everything that I preach to everyone around me, you know, like, just like how Nip said, the marathon continues, like, actually live that shit, embody that shit, you know, do it yourself and keep our shit going, too, even if I'm not here, you know, the front runner. For sure. Before we close out the podcast, are there any final thoughts? Nah, bro, just appreciate you for sure. Like, it's for a great sure, time, bro. you know, chopping it up with you. I appreciate you coming through. You know, I'm going to be watching you. Hopefully, we can get another interview going uh, sometime in the future. Uh, yes, when Drippo's popping. You popping right now, but you know what I mean when I say that. Yeah, bro, it's like, it's the start of, like, niggas don't even know, like, we, like, watch how shit go up this year for sure. Like, it's really the beginning. Yes, sir. So you already know I got you, bro. Like I ain't one of those niggas. Like tap in, you feel me? That's all you gotta do. Tap in. I'm with you. Like I'm gonna remember this. You feel me? Like no matter how big I get, like if you could still be at the same level, like I would still be just out to love, like off friend. For sure. And vice versa is all love on my end, man. So with that being said, this concludes another episode of another motherfucking podcast. My guest today was Drippo. You can find him on social media, all streaming platforms at Daddy Drippo, Drippo, uh, or at Do It Yourself Music Group. 
if you're listening to the YouTube version, I will, of course, be dropping all of his links in the description below. I am your host, Saved by Paris. Until next time, man, we out. Hey, if you made it to the end of the podcast and you're in dire need of more content, then head on over to Saved by Paris on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or brush up on some of the base content over at the Base While We Skate channel on YouTube or on SoundCloud. As always, have a great day and see you next week. Peace.